made me think like we should do a video on talking about interview skills Hello, Prophet Diggers. Uh, it's good to see you. We've got Luke Fielder here with us. He uh, showed up earlier while we were in the <laughs> middle of filming another video, but we're always glad to have Luke with us. Uh, if you like the content we produce, please uh, give us a like, maybe share a video with somebody, uh, subscribe to the channel so you can get our updates. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. So, Luke, how have you been? Doing good. I've been busy. <clears throat> Covered up pretty much. Covered that up. That's a good thing, yeah. Hey, man, it's good to have work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, I, I was uh, thinking earlier today, I, I've been going through a lot of interviews. Uh, so I'm hiring for, for my team. And I'll tell you, it made me think uh, through my – we went through two interviews today. and through, through the second interview, man, I just got the biggest headache listening <laughs> to this guy that we were interviewing it made me think like we should do a video on talking about interview skills um because this guy started out first 10 minutes i thought this is this guy's incredible like we just did a little round table introduction there's four of us on the call so three people from my team and then this person and uh did a great job introducing himself and started off clearly done his homework right because i work in a very technical field and if someone's spouting bullshit, like it doesn't take any time at all. Yeah. But this guy had prepared very well for the interview. However, once we started asking questions that, let's call them off script, <laughs> it became apparent very quickly that this guy had no idea what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. And instead of just being transparent and honest and saying, you know, actually this, I only know a little bit and here's what I know and just being very brief, he started on a sermon about all sorts of random nonsense. And this happened four or five times in a row. And by the time we finished that interview, I had the biggest headache. And uh, <laughs> we, we were joking on the side through text, me and the other guys in the call. was like, every time he uses this word, we should take a shot. You know? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a few key words that he had really honed in on. He was using that buzzword as much as he could. Right. Uh, but it made me think, like, one of the qualities that I look for in a potential employee is honesty. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't know something, like I, I expect it, there's going to be gaps in any type of candidate. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, they're going to have strengths that we don't have and we didn't foresee, but I understand that there will be gaps. But you do yourself a favor by being honest, in my oh, opinion, yeah. because if you start spouting off some nonsense, it's going to look a lot worse than if you'd have said a lot less. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like the old saying goes, what is it, uh, better to keep your mouth shut and let people assume you're an idiot instead of opening and proving it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I didn't know if you guys had any other thoughts on different things that really uh, make a potential candidate unappealing. Well, like like in our field, you know, mine and Luke's field. I remember my dad told me one time, you know, we hire a lot of operators. <clears throat> and he said, if you ever hire an operator, and first thing I ask you, you got a key you can borrow, nine mm -hmm. times out of ten, they're not an operator. Because if, they, if they've been operating for a certain period of time, they should have accumulated enough keys to operate most every piece of equipment out there. Right. 
So if they ask for a key up front, then there's a pretty good sign you made, you made a bad choice. Yeah, <laughs> is that still true today? Uh, yeah, keys? yeah, really. Well, I mean, there's a you know old saying a diamond in the rough. You know, it may be a guy out there that actually has lost his keys or something. He may be top notch. I mean, I'm still going to give somebody a key in trial, mm-hmm. but you learn real quick. You know, like you know, hey, you're going to tear up more shit than you get done. So give him a key back and hit the road. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes just giving them very limited information, what I found is, is one of the best telltale signs. Like, all right, we need you to do this and this. Mm-hmm. There's your machine, go ahead. Right, yeah. You know, and just see how they approach it, you know. Yeah. First thing you do on, on equipment, always check it out, you know, check your oil. Mm-hmm. How they check the oil out, too, you know. Right. Always wipe the dipstick, then put it in the engine. Yeah. You know. Because the first reading is going to be, yeah. you know, from where the engine's been running before, you know, it's placed up right. there. Uh, but yeah, there's a, uh, it's actually something I need to kind of brush up on interviewing people. Just, I mean, I've interviewed, I've interviewed people before just working for other companies, but they, uh-huh. uh, there's definitely, uh, some things that was lacking on their end too, in right. the interview process that I, that I want to be able to incorporate with us moving forward, kind of have like a, a set, uh, like a detailed or not a de- fully detailed list, but a set of guidelines of what their job is going to include and what that, you know, what their pay rate mm-hmm. will be because of that. You know, like, you know, one, you know, one thing too that sticks out to me that, you know, interviewing people like in a management role is when you get a candidate in, you're going to interview and then all of a sudden, you know, they start taking over the conversation, you know, they, they want to take charge, take control. Nine times out of 10, you know, they've already prepared to blow smoke. You know, they, mm-hmm. they're going to try to, to pretty it up as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they want to try to hide all the facts by, by talking so much. Mm-hmm. At that point, you know, as a as an employer, you kind of get tired. You know, it's like, well, let's just end this thing. You don't get over with. Well, I know one thing that I thought of was when this guy was rambling on. Is I thought, gosh, how's he going to act? Because I mean, I'm in an engineering field, right? And so I want to hire people who can really think tactically about a problem and then go solve it. Right. right. I don't want somebody who's just going to be compulsive and just looking to answer everything like for me a wrong answer is better or worse than no answer yeah. mm-hmm. because you can you can recover from no answer right exactly but especially in the engineering field i mean you know if you if you make a decision and it has mm-hmm. cascading effects that maybe take a long time <clears throat> to coalesce the to be able to recuperate that i mean you might have the legal team involved um in the field i work in electrical i was like could cost somebody's life if you didn't do something yeah. correctly. We work with uh, up to 60,000 volts, right. Yeah. right? I mean, you do the wrong thing around that equipment or if you have the wrong protection schemes in place, um, you can't see it coming. You're just dead right. you know, or severely injured, right? right. So, yeah, I don't like to hear someone <laughs> right. making stuff up. I've always, myself, myself personally you know i'm like well i'd just rather show you anyways just because i i I got burnt so many times from being hired by by companies that uh well we'll start you out at this until we can see what we'll give you like a 60 90 day uh, evaluation period but at the end of that time like oh well you know come spring or something we'll give you a raise i'm like no i'd just rather just show you uh i always seem to get get a little bit further ahead that way for myself but um Mm -hmm. i any even hiring people that i always tell them I'm like, you know, if you don't know, tell me. I'd rather know it from right. I'm going to be able to tell as soon as you get on that piece of equipment within the first five minutes whether you know what mm-hmm. you're doing or not. Yeah, let's just be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Running a track hoe. If, if, if they don't have their hands on the joysticks and their feet on the pedals, steering with the pedals, they don't know what they're doing. 
They're steering with their hands. You gotta, in our line of work too, you know, you gotta be able to have foresight. You gotta be able, and we've had made videos about that before, but you know, you gotta be able to look at a raw piece of ground now and know what it's gonna look like when you're finished. Because mm -hmm. yeah, it's really hard to, to, to be able to achieve that goal if you don't know what goal you're reaching for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that experience only comes with time. Time, right. right. Mm -hmm. Ass in the seat, yep. Ass in the seat, yep. that's right. Chris Ledoux said, 18 18 years and some miles. That's it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some people learn faster than others. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think there's a, there's no issue, in my opinion, if someone doesn't know something. No, not at all. And and especially if they show an interest in wanting to learn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, that's the kind of person I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. like, show right. me you're eager. Let me know where your gaps are. Now, chances are if someone's heavily qualified for that position, like they, they, they probably should have moved on and done something different in the first place. Mm -hmm. That or they're going to take that position, they're going to be asking for a shitload of money. Right. Well, just, you know, just which like might work out. Right now, you know, where I work now, all of our foremans at one time were either laborers, pipe layers, operators, you know, something like that, and they worked their way up, and now they've made foremans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so that's one thing we try to do. You know, we try to move the guys up in-house in instead of hiring somebody outside if we can. Now, like we was talking about in an earlier video, you know, when you get to a point to where you're labor-bound and you have to have more more help, then that's a different story. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to, got to reach outside. But, but yeah, I like to see people move up as willing to learn and and you can you can you can tell them pretty quick the ones that want to learn and the ones that want to just they right. they work a few minutes and they want to stand back and watch they work a few minutes and want to stand back and watch and you know if you want to learn you're going to be in there and you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with everybody else trying to learn everything you can. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for uh, discussing that topic, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. See y'all. <laughs> Bye.